0: Hello, thank you you very much for coming. This is Talk Popsy. I'm Dina Schottenkirk, and you are? Nicola Johnson. Very nice (laughs) to meet you, right? Finally. Finally, yes. So, our topic that we're doing here today is um, artist cognition, and we've been working on this topic for a little while, Mm -hmm. and having lots of people say what they think, Um, and people have talked about just about everything really about what they think about art and how art functions and people some people will talk about how it functions for themselves like what they care about what they get out of it other people talk about how they think just generally it functions so what do you think well I'm an artist
1: okay I paint and I have made some decent money from painting on clothing so, literally, And I would paint whatever I feel like on these clothes, and I didn't think they would sell, and they
0: sell so much, I couldn't believe it. So what do you think, like, people care a lot about clothes. clothes are and they care super, about art. Yeah, clothes are super interesting, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, there have been a lot of people who have talked about fashion. You have amazingly cool shoes on, I noticed, Thank you. right? Thank you. So um, tell me, what kind of function do you think fashion does for people? Why do people care so much about how they look? It's an escape.
1: Say again. It's an escape. Oh, you think it's an escape? Some yes, it is definitely an escape. It's the visual of it. Um, fashion, especially when you put it on yourself, it clo- clo- so clothes is a form of art. It's an expression of who you are. Um, the choices that you know, the choices that you for today, the mood that you're in today, or who you want to see you and the way you want to be seen has to do with your fashion sense, right? Yeah. So. It goes back to the mind. It goes back to the mind. It goes back to the intellect. It goes back to your history. It goes back to your identity, fashion. So, then it goes into art. So, depends on who designed the clothes that you're wearing. Yeah. Depends on the designer as well as status and class and the money it costs. Yeah. Yeah. Fashion is important and it plays a big role in us because it like you said, you like my shoes. They're yeah. quite expensive. You recognize it. Even though it might you don't know the name, it's well made.
0: They, very well
1: right, exactly. Cool. Yeah. And it tells something about me immediately. You know what I mean? It'll, it'll tell you about my financial status. It'll tell you about my taste, my style, you know, whatever. So fashion is a identifier. And
0: so... I. But it's sh- very hard to, you know, like, all right, you're absolutely, you're 100% right, Nicola, You're 100% right that it does all that. And yet it does it in ways that are hard to name, right? So... I mean, could we really describe all the things that those boots are saying? I think that would be a hard thing for us to do, right? We're going to um, have to definitely get a photograph of those boots. No, not, not right? well, not. But they're like, they're sleek. They they're give people sleek? an idea. They give they're people s- an idea. Well, I mean, how would you describe them?
1: The way I would describe them, they're clean cut with an edge. I was going to say sleek. Is that the yeah, same thing? Yeah, with an name? edge, yes. Clean cut with an edge. And they're, they're yeah. sleek. They're sleek. Just I mean,
0: like, you know, they're sort of skin tight, right? So, there's kind of like this weird combination between a shoe. sweaterish, A shoe. Huh? It's different because it's a sweater. It's a sweater, right? Yeah. I was going to say it's a weird combination a between a, a shoe and a, and a sock. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Or a stocking, right? Because it's sort of pulled tight like that, right? And it goes up easily. That's weird. That it actually goes up easily. Yeah. Yeah. So, So, it has kind of the formality of a shoe and then it's got heels. So, it's kind of tough. You know, because it's got heels. Heels are, like, tough. I believe this is an artistic piece. Someone sat there and I really think about it. Yeah. No, yeah, you're you're 100% right. You know, like, clothes, and clothes are complicated. Clothes yeah. are so complicated when somebody goes to choose what their clothes are and what they want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're right, a lot of it is self-expression. But a lot of it is also trying to agree with... The norm. The norm right? Mm -hmm. And then differentiate yourself a little bit from the norm, right? So you want to kind of belong and not belong at the same time, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Or something like that? Yeah. Right? So, but you started to talk about designers, right? Mm -hmm. So a designer has come along and made those. And so for that designer, that was very much an expression of the way they thought things should be. So now you've taken on their signature, literally, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And you've kind of agreed that you want to be the way they thought people should be. Yes. How does that work?
1: Well, partially, that's what I did. Um, I agreed with what the designers did, 60%, right? And then I, as you said, I, you go with the norm, like you just comment that you just made. I go with the norm, 60%, and then I put 40% of my individuality in my pieces.
0: So tell me about that.
1: So I separated myself. I found a way to... Go with the flow and separated myself from it from the flow. How? I actually um, created pieces that looked like that was there, but it wasn't there. What do you mean? All right, so like a like a jacket. I took a jacket for five (laughs) dollars, painted an incredibly. Gorgeous lion on the back, a whole lion on the back, well done with um, acrylic paint, right? Because it's clothing. You can't wash it off. You know, you have to wash it off. And it was so detailedly done. And I sold the jacket for 350 bucks. Pretty good. It went before it was dry. <laughs> before the paint was dry. Because they're saying, oh, this is actually a jacket, a nice jacket, well-tailored jacket, well-made jacket, but it, no other jacket is like this without with this lion on it. Yeah. Then
0: I painted. Um, Can in- I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. So, when people get money, right? Mm-hmm. When people get money or when people don't have money, right? If you mm-hmm. think about those two opposite situations, right? right? Um, how does the fashion choices change okay, so for those I, people? Okay, I, so I did. So, I had
1: a market for those people uh, because you have to do um, so. That they, they all have the same, to be honest with you. Unusual pieces have a market. Um, I found that I had the elite market liking the same thing as the as the as the, um, the popular art. Um, they wanted the same thing because it's, there's nothing more like it. So I did pieces that were $100, $20, you know what I mean? To go with other people's pockets so they could enjoy my art. However, what I found out is that the people that liked the $20 pieces also liked the $500 pieces and the people that liked the $500 people like the $20 pieces. So it was interchangeable. Because art has a um, language of its own.
0: And what do you think that language is? And it goes is? past
1: the finances, I think. You think? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it goes past the finances. Um, beautiful art, an art that reaches to your spirit and your soul, depending on, you know, who you are, you know, attracts you whether you can afford it or not. Does it make sense to you? Well, let me think about it. For so me, with clothing.
0: So, are you, are you making this argument that the quality of something just sort of automatically rises to the top and is evident yes, to everybody.
1: Does. Yes, it does. There's a mean. You know? There's a mean for that. There's a, a level for that. There's a consensus on that. Even though people say there is individuality and there is, a, um, you know, Choice. the Muslim might like this and the blacks might like this and the whites might like this and whatever, I find that just like you might say, you know, I don't like this. I don't really like tall guys, but that guy, that's a beautiful tall guy. It might not be for me, but it's, it's beautiful.
0: So, the quality. so Quality right. is quality. Quality is quality, yeah, right? People recognize it. All right. And so, what are the traits that make something good?
1: What just, I found, just
0: in fashion. Just in fashion. What makes something good? Detail. Detail. Um, detail and quality in
1: um, material. Material. Detail. So there's a difference
0: between like, all right. So there's let's just do that one.
1: An organization so,
0: of your thoughts. All right. So wait a minute. We have got three things: detail, quality of the material, and organization of thoughts. Yes. Those are pretty good things, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So let's do let's let's start with the basic one: material. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's a, a obviously right. I think everybody could probably agree on this one: a difference between good quality material and bad yes. quality yes. material, right? Mm-hmm. And and we all kind of know the difference. Right? And the That's fit. That's not hard. The fit
1: is very important.
0: It's very ordinary, right? Mm-hmm. It's very ordinary. Okay. Yeah. So let's, that one's... Well, shake that one aside. We can mm-hmm. all kind of agree on that one. Yeah. Now, detail. Talk about that one and why... How does that add to good? Okay. So people want to see that you took time out
1: to make this clothing. Forget about the art itself. Right, Forget so about the art part. They want to make sure that the stitch... They want to see... That this was you done... you cared. Right. Right. That right? you cared. You cared.
0: And when you care, then they feel worthy. Okay. Uh, uh, that's so important. That is so important. So, when... The buyer, so now we're doing it from the buyer perspective. Right. right. So when the buyer looks at something, they want to look at the quality of the craftsmanship, right? Right. But you're saying that what the quality of the craftsmanship is valued for is the fact that the craftsman cared enough to do a good job. So it's the, it's the caring and attention of the craftsman that the buyer is now buying.
1: That's exactly what it is. And they'll spend the money. And they'll feel better spending the money, the value of it, because they believe that you deserve it because you cared enough about them. Because they cared about... You know
0: what, Nicola, I'm going to tell you something. Um, I did an interview with um, uh, a gallery dealer a couple years ago. It was actually published in a book uh, named Jim Cohen. And Jim Cohen was talking about how craft is so important in art. It is. And how a lot of the collectors of art... Mm care because they go, oh my God, I could never do that. And it impresses them, these kind of masters of the universe who can control everything else, and they couldn't do that. So it's the sort of amazement at the craftsmanship, right? right. But you're pointing to not just the amazing technical skill, you're pointing to the emotional investment into the as quote. being yes. valuable. And you're saying and I think you're right about this that craftsmanship is important because what stands behind it what underwrites it is the emotional investment of the craftsman. Yes, especially in the art as well. Yeah. I think you're right. All right, so now we've got two down and now the third one is the organization of the thoughts. Right. So you want to talk a little bit about that one? So they they want to pay for your mind. They yeah, want to they're believe for your
1: mind. They want to pay for your mind. <laughs> And they're trying to figure out what your mind is worth. Yeah. So they're going to figure out whether or not, is your mind better than mine? Are you able to teach me something that I don't know? So in this art or in this piece of craft that you're doing, you need to incite something in the persons that they don't have.
0: I think you're 100% right on that one too. I think you hit that one on. And I'll tell you another (laughs) personal anecdote. Many years ago, uh, I lived in a, a neighborhood that was super mafia and I was getting ready for an exhibition, and one of the guys said he wanted to come in and look at the paintings. And he comes in; actually, had an Uzi on him. He takes the Uzi, puts it down on the table, and then he looks at the paintings and he goes, "Oh, I get it. They're just buying your mind." <laughs> and it was the best quote ever, right? Okay. Um, so that's mm-hmm. what you're saying. So mm-hmm. I'm going to just recap those three things, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I think you're you're really on it, right, on mm-hmm. this. And I want to say why I, I want to recap these. Number one is the quality of the material. Right. Right. That makes it obviously good. Number two is the amount of the attention to detail. Right. Which is valuable because it shows that somebody cared. Mm-hmm. And number three is the organization of ideas, which matters because what you're looking at is somebody else's mind. Exactly. Right. So what your the the quality, what you're talking about is just objective equality. And you're saying, and you said, like, it doesn't matter, Arab, Caribbean, white, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter, right? right? <clears throat> Everybody's going to go, oh, yeah, that's quality. And what they're recognizing as quality is basically the commitment and the value of the human being standing behind it. That's exactly so what I'm saying. So you're, you're not buying a thing, mm-hmm. you're investing in a person who mm-hmm. made the thing. You're actually buying humanity. You're buying humanity. Yeah, in the end of it. That was beautiful. Thank you, Nicola. That was so beautiful. Thank (laughs) you so much for coming.
1: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I did it. (laughs) You did it.